You are listening to COVID Quotes, short informative audio clips about the safety and efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines and how to deal with vaccine hesitancy. These expand podcasts are brought to you by Respi Plus, creators of Living Well with COPD. Learn how to help your patients with COPD live better. In this episode, Dr. Alan Kaplan discusses the significance of COVID-19 variants, as well as dealing briefly with who might not be a suitable candidate for a COVID-19 vaccine. Dr. Kaplan is a family physician in the York region of Ontario and is also chair of the Family Physician Airway Group of Canada. Now, the next thing we want to probably talk about is variants. And I think we all understand the concept of genetic variation. If you leave enough virus reproducing, eventually they're going to have some small changes in the genetic code. Those small changes in the genetic code might actually cause the virus to become weaker and therefore eradicate, or it might make it a little stronger. It might make it more transmissible, or worst case scenario, makes it change enough that the vaccine no longer works to protect it. And that's what we're worried about here. So certainly we know that the variants are more transmissible. They're a little bit more infectious. They're actually not associated with more severe disease, at least as of right now. And there's some concerns about the vaccine efficacy against some of the new variants. So that's the concern that we have to worry about for variants. So right now, in terms of variants, we know that the UK variant, in terms of vaccine, is is susceptible to the vaccines that will prevent it. Brazil variant, a little less so. South Africa, again, a little less so. India is not quite clear. The bottom line here is even if the the vaccine is not quite as effective against the variant as it was against the initial COVID. A few things. Number one, there's still some degree of efficacy. There's still some degree of reduction of severe disease. So that should not be a reason for you to not get a vaccine. That should be a reason for us to be concerned in the future. That should be a reason for perhaps the vaccines in the future to contain some of the proteins that are different in the variants. And uh, my, my impression on all this is down the road, we're all going to need to get a, a booster of COVID vaccines with variant induced changes. The bottom line, though, is what can we do about variants is well, we can try to eradicate the illness. If we get rid of all the virus, they can't mutate. A dead virus does not mutate. That's the key message. And of course, still can make care to do all the other things, social distance, wear masks, wash your hands to prevent the spread of the virus. So overall, there's some things we still don't know. It's a growing body of knowledge. We're so much further ahead now than we were At the beginning of this, we're no longer telling people to use chloroquine and ingest bleach and things like that. We're telling people to look after themselves. And there's things we can do even if you get COVID. You're familiar with budesonide treatment for mild COVID and steroids for people who become hypoxic. Many things we can do to treat. How long does the vaccination work for, though? That's also going to be a question. And I think our next stage of this is going to be doing antibody testing to see the duration of the antibody. And I say my prediction is going to be we're going to need boosters. But let's first all get vaccinated and worry about boosters later, because what I want to do is make sure that nobody else gets sick and dies of this horrible illness. Good news is we're going to have lots of vaccine. We have many more than we need for our population. So down the road, that's not going to be a problem. So I'm excited to say that we should be excited about the fact that we have vaccines available so we can get back to our normal lives. Dr. Kaplan also addresses the issue of whether anyone might have a condition that would preclude them from having a COVID vaccine. We have to think about why any person would have a, a contraindication to having any vaccine. So the only real contraindication is someone who's allergic to a component of the vaccine. And for instance, that's an example of that with PEG, which is something that people are allergic to and get the reaction to the Pfizer vaccine. 
So we know that peg allergy is a risk of anaphylaxis for COVID. So I think if someone has anaphylaxis, that would be a contraindication to the Pfizer vaccine right now. Otherwise, there's no real medical condition that makes you contraindicated to vaccine. Thank you, Dr. Kaplan. That concludes this episode of COVID Quotes. Be sure to join us again next week for this Expand podcast featuring current and relevant information on COVID-19 vaccines for healthcare providers and their patients.